Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Gisela Aguiar, and my goal is to show you how to have a fulfilling personal relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the salvation that is through Christ alone by the free gift of God's grace. It looks like 2021 may be as challenging as 2020, if not more. We need to trust in something that is eternal, that is not of this world. And that is Jesus Christ, our confident hope. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to read the Bible for yourself. Seek the truth. Ask God to open your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what His Spirit is trying to tell you. And as you become rooted in the Word, you'll also be rooted in hope, joy, and peace. Put your hope and trust in Jesus with all your heart to live free of darkness. Why is there so much evil in the world? Evil is the absence of God, just like darkness is the absence of light. We read this in John chapter 1, as the Apostle John introduces us to Jesus as the light of the world. I don't know about you, but there seems to be a spirit of darkness and oppression over the world right now. Last night I was listening to a podcast and the emotions of anger, frustration, and sadness weighed deep in my heart. I had to shut it off and read the Gospels. As soon as I started reading the Word of God, a light of hope and trust entered my heart and washed away all those dark emotions. That's how we have to live today. For true born-again Christians, we know that this world is not our home. We're just passing through. We are citizens of heaven. That is our confident hope. However, I did call it. People were so glad to be rid of 2020. Did you actually think 2021 was going to be any better? And you can click on over to my blog and check out the, the post I did on that for, um, oh, it was the end, the end, of the, uh, end of December. Here in John chapter 12, we start walking with Jesus to the cross. Except John fills us with a lot of teachings. Lessons about Jesus, spoken by Jesus, to help us through our journey through this dark world. So pay attention. Let's dig in. We're in John chapter 12. Six days before the Passover celebration began, Jesus arrived in Bethany, the home of Lazarus, the man he had raised from the dead. A dinner was prepared in Jesus' honor. Martha served, and Lazarus was among those who ate with him. Then Mary took a 12-ounce jar of expensive perfume made from the essence of nard, and she anointed Jesus' feet with it, wiping his feet with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance. But Judas Iscariot, the disciple who would soon betray him, said, That perfume was worth a year's wages. It should have been sold and the money given to the poor. Not that he cared for the poor. He was a thief. And since he was in charge of the disciples' money, he often stole some for himself. Jesus replied, leave her alone. She did this in preparation for my burial. You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. When all the people heard Jesus' arrival, of Jesus' arrival, they flocked to see him and also to see Lazarus, the man Jesus had raised from the dead. Then the leading priest decided to kill Lazarus too. For it was because of him that many of the people had deserted them and believed in Jesus. 
Jesus' triumphal entry. Um, the next day, the news that Jesus was on the way to Jerusalem swept through the city. A large crowd of Passover visitors took palm branches and went down the road to meet him. They shouted, praise God, or Hosanna, which means save now. Blessings to the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hail to the King of Israel. And that those lines there were prophesied in Psalm 118, verses 25 to 26, and Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 15. Jesus found a young donkey and rode on it, fulfilling the prophecy that said, Don't be afraid, people of Jerusalem. Look, your king is coming, riding on a donkey's colt. And that was prophesied by Zechariah, chapter 9, verse 9. Now, his disciples didn't understand at the time that this was a fulfillment of prophecy. But after Jesus entered into his glory, it's the resurrection, they remembered what had happened and realized that these things had been written about him. Many in the crowd had seen Jesus call Lazarus from the tomb, raising him from the dead. They were telling others about it. That was the reason so many went out to meet him, because they had heard about this miraculous sign. Then the Pharisees said to each other, there's nothing we can do. Look, everyone has gone after him. Jesus predicts his death. Some Greeks who had come to Jerusalem for the Passover celebration paid a visit to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee. And Philip was a Greek name, so they, uh, uh, they specifically asked for him because of that. They said, sir, we want to meet Jesus. Philip told Andrew about it, and they went together to ask Jesus. Jesus replied, now the time has come for the Son of Man to enter into his glory. I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat is planted in the soil and dies, it remains alone, but its death will produce many new kernels, a plentiful harvest of new lives. Those who love their life in this world will lose it. Those who care nothing for their life in this world will keep it for, for eternity. Anyone who wants to serve me must follow me. Because my servants must be where I am. And the Father will honor anyone who serves me. Now my soul is deeply troubled. Should I pray, Father, save me from this hour? But this is the very reason I came. Father, bring glory to your name. Then a voice spoke from heaven, saying, I have already brought glory to my name, and I will do so again. When the crowd heard the voice, some thought it was thunder while others declared an angel had spoken to him. Then Jesus told them, The voice was for your benefit, not mine. The time for judging in this world has come, when Satan, the ruler of this world, will be cast out. When I am lifted from the earth, I will draw everyone to myself. He said this to indicate how he was going to die. The crowd responded, We understood from Scripture that the Messiah would live forever. How can you say the Son of Man will die? Just who is the Son of Man anyway? Jesus replied, My light will shine for you just a little longer. This is important. Walk in the light while you can, so the darkness will not overtake you. Those who walk in the darkness cannot see where they are going. Put your trust in the light while there is still time. Then you will become children of the light. After saying these things, 
Jesus went away and was hidden from them. <coughs> oh, forgive me. I have a cold, but I say I've got to do this anyway. <coughs> the unbelief of the people. Verse 37. But despite all the miraculous signs Jesus had done, most of the people still did not believe in him. This is exactly what Isaiah the prophet had predicted. From Isaiah 53.1, Lord, who has believed our message? To whom has the Lord revealed his powerful arm? But the people couldn't believe, for Isaiah also said in Isaiah 6.10, the Lord has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, so that their eyes cannot see and their hearts cannot understand. And they cannot turn to me and have me heal them. Isaiah was referring to Jesus when he said this because he saw the future and spoke of the Messiah's glory. Many people did believe in him, however, including some of the Jewish leaders. But they wouldn't admit it for fear that the Pharisees would expel them from the synagogue. Excommunicated. For they loved human praise more than the praise of God. Jesus shouted to the crowds, If you trust me, you are trusting not only me, but also God who sent me. For when you see me, you are seeing the one who sent me. I have come as a light to shine in this dark world, so that all who put their trust in me will no longer remain in the dark. I will not judge those who hear me, but don't obey me, for I have come to save the world and not to judge it. But all who reject me and my message will be judged on the day of judgment. By the truth I have spoken. I don't speak on my own authority. The Father who sent me has commanded me what to say and how to say it. And I know this command, I know his commands lead to eternal life. So I say whatever the Father tells me to say. It's your choice, light or darkness. Yes, it's that simple. To start walking and living in the light of Jesus, you must believe, repent, be baptized and receive the Holy Spirit. Believe, have faith that Jesus is the Christ and he died taking your sins away forever. Repent of your sins, stop sitting. Do a complete 180 in your life and surrender your life to him. Be baptized, show the world and yourself that you have died to your old life and are born again in Christ and receive the Holy Spirit in your heart. If you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation, receive the Holy Spirit and get a one-way non-stop ticket to heaven and that you won't be left behind at the rapture, what you have to do is invite Jesus into your heart. If you don't know what to say, don't know what to do, there's a prayer in the show notes or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says how to invite Jesus into your heart. And also in the bottom of my blog, I have the next um, chapter and John 12 in the video from the life of Jesus. Um, so you can watch that. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. 
I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24:14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.